presentation will be delivered by the serial entrepreneur, venture investor with a track record of building the nine-figure companies from scratch and multiple exits and so on. So Ilya Lars, um, with us today. Dear Ilya, the stage is yours. Uh, hi, everybody. It's really great to see you all virtually, of course, here. So uh, I really want in 15 minutes uh, to uh, present uh, how the world is changing, but also how the whole change accelerated due to the pandemic. So the uh, topic is pretty abstract. How do you really, in fact, stay relevant? Well, everything's digitized. And uh, I will start from a really simple thesis. Uh, if the humans believed that uh, we are superior to machines intellectually and creatively, uh, that is no longer the case. So it's a very provocative statement, but basically we're going uh, really fast into the world where your competence, your diploma really matters very little. And to prove the statements, I really picked up some of the uh, unique events that happened in the last couple of years that really show how fast uh, technology is developing. So um, first, uh, pretty recently, we saw the first painting, painting, creative event uh, done purely by the artificial intelligence. It was sold, uh, if somebody's curious, for nearly half a million US dollars. Uh, you can see the article uh, describing, and uh, again, of course, to everybody's face, but uh, just the fact that from now on, the machine is able to do paintings, something that humans believed uh, only deserved to humankind uh, is no longer true. Uh, a little later, a uh, computer started to produce music. And there are multiple news sources uh, telling us how successful actually computers and artificial intelligence are uh, in producing music. And many uh, research uh, that has been done actually suggests that if you don't tell a human that specific music is produced by a computer, 80% of people actually prefer and tell as nicer better, more creative music built by the computer. So from now on, the computer is able to do paintings, to produce music, but that's not the end of the story. Um, in China, a couple of years ago, uh, the first uh, dictator, so the news teller uh, on the national news was replaced by a digital avatar. So basically not only the computer speaks, but also it appears, uh, it feels, it expresses emotions, it replaces the human uh, uh, in telling the news. A uh, couple years ago, another news appeared that the first law firm uh, in the US uh, hired its first uh, uh, computer or artificial intelligence as its official employee because the computer is much faster, much more precise in analyzing legal, which is pretty structured data. And basically the take on that was that the computer in the role of a legal advisor is thousand, if not a million times more effective than a human because it can process multiple sources at the same time. Uh, another interesting story is uh, the computer has produced a documentary movie, a full movie. So basically you just write the script and say what you want to see and the computer produces the whole movie. That's already uh, the past that happened. Uh, and on the, on the fun note, uh, I don't know if uh, uh, some of you follow Boston Dynamics, which to me is an example of probably one of the best companies that work in the robot space. Uh, he has produced a funny clip. You can find it online on YouTube. And basically it displays uh, how great uh, of a dancer 
robot could really be. So the moves, the synchronization, uh, the creativity, it's, it's just like a masterclass. So all those illustrations basically lead to a very simple uh, kind of projection. It's saying, hey, uh, it's pretty naive for a human to believe that we are the most intellectual, the most creative being on the planet, no longer that's the case. And now the trick question is, uh, really, will we control the technology or the technology will control us? That's the real question. So the topic of today's keynote is basically, okay, well, first reaction is puzzling. Like uh, typically uh, uh, most ask themselves, like what if my job will be replaced? What if the employer will no longer really need my services? What if my diploma or experience no longer matters? Like what do I do? Because uh, the fear is the most natural reaction. So what I really wanted to show uh, today is that instead of fear, uh, one should see the opportunity. Because there is a way, there is a very clear, a very defined, very simple way uh, not to lose your territory to the computers or machines, but totally the opposite, uh, employ it. Employ it for your own needs. Uh, the recipe is not quantum physics. It's, it's not super difficult for everybody to follow. But on the other hand, if you ignore the opportunity, if you continue to do what you do the old traditional way, uh, most likely next five to 10 years uh, will dramatically change the landscape. And yes, there is a risk that the services will no longer be in demand. So what actually you could and should do uh, if you really want to be on top of technology, command the technology, make it execute what you want, as opposed to be a servant. Um, I will start with a very, very simple statement. Uh, stay informed. Uh, it does sound simple, but when you really uh, close your eyes and ask yourself, do you really spend that much time uh, learning of what's new out there? Like probably the answer will be uh, not really. So rule of thumb that, uh, that I recommend recently is uh, spending at least a full day a week. That's a lot, a full day a week, just learning what's new, just to make sure that at least you understand what's going on, particularly in a professional domain, particularly, because the landscape is shifting dramatically fast. Uh, if you don't really follow the professional news, what's really been the latest development for even half a year, uh, most likely your skills are irrelevant. So one rule of thumb, uh, a one full day a week, just staying informed. Uh, uh, there are multiple ways how you could do that. Uh, it could be seminars, webinars, etc. cetera. Uh, there are dozens of those. Uh, I did discover myself that uh, identifying the new sources that are relevant to your profession. Uh, I prefer blogs, not books, not webinars, not seminars, professional blogs coming from directly from the top authorities in this space are the best, the fastest, uh, uh, the most fresh news source, but you could select yourself. But basically, again, I will repeat myself, unless you as a person spend one full day a week learning what's new, just learning, just staying informed, uh, chances are uh, uh, you will become irrelevant. Step number two, uh, I'm puzzled sometimes. Uh, that uh, uh, many just don't realize how many tools available out there, sometimes open, sometimes free, definitely available for every single individual in any domain uh, that solve multiple, multiple problems. So use tools, learn what they are and use them regularly. 
tools could be anything analytics creativity designing your booklet designing your business logo uh, suggesting what the new business names are uh, analyzing your traffic your consumer uh, crm etc etc there are millions literally millions of tools out there and most of them are at least free to start uh, but people don't use them now apparently it does derive that uh, before you start using a tool you must learn that the tool is available and that uh, uh, at least uh, uh, some functions you understand how to do so spend a little bit of time learning the tool but the reality is everything's automated nowadays you could basically build a huge business without leaving your home and basically using only the tools available out there uh, I'm not here to tell what exactly is uh, relevant to each one of you. Uh, I'm just saying that I'm using maybe a hundred or so tools myself from translation to tracking, to automation, to anything and everything. Uh, I did discover that one minute of my time invested into learning the tools uh, really returns in 1000 minutes of same time of repeating the task. So tools are powerful, tools will develop, tools uh, at some point will allow you basically to replace organizations completely. Uh, if you learn how to use them, chances are you could increase your productivity dramatically. We're not talking 10%, 20%. It could be 100 times, it could be 1,000 times, it could be even more. So uh, out of those uh, 20 hours that you spend for learning, uh, please do dedicate some time just learning, researching what tools are available and spend a little bit of time learning them and think how we can uh, really uh, uh, use those tools in your daily activity, anything from personal productivity to potential services. Uh, once again, uh, tools available, tools develop, uh, and if you employ them, if you learn how to employ them, you could increase your productivity multiple, multiple, multiple times, and then really command the technology as opposed to listen to that. Now, uh, the number three advice is also pretty abstract from the first side. Uh, uh, but uh, please, uh, that's my personal asking of you, spend some time thinking it through. Thesis is very simple. Uh, no longer, uh, some while from now, any higher job will be needed at all. Harari said that if uh, before 21st century, the humankind uh, uh, was fighting exploitation, so people were in demand, everybody wanted to command them what to do and how they do, then 21st century on, it's about irrelevancy. So the biggest fear is that the profession, the skills, the services are simply not relevant. So anything that an employer or a business or consumer needs could be fulfilled with services. So hiring as a such, paid job, paid employment as a such may not become relevant at all. That means we're moving into a world where as opposed to 1% creators and 99% executors, uh, we go into a world where it's basically nearly 100% creators. So if you are able to create anything, how you apply the technology to the consumer, how you decide how to do something better, if you invent something, even if it's very, very little, it's simple, uh, then basically you rule the world. Now, if you don't know how to invent, then chances are any service uh, simply not in demand. So creators and inventors uh, will really come on the world. Uh, uh, and uh, anything uh, which is execution, which is hiring, uh, risks to be just like disappeared, etc. And the creativity does start with responsibility. So interestingly enough, curiously, I'm like really closing my short keynote uh, with a very basic, simple message that it really does boil down to the very core human virtue. Take responsibility for yourself. Uh, take responsibility for your future, for your development. Unless you yourself 
design your work, design your workplace, design what kind of uh, activity and how you do. Unless you do that, there will be nobody, not employer, not the government, not anybody to tell you what to do because uh, creators and machines will basically comprise the world. And uh, uh, unless you do learn how to create, how to innovate, how to do something which nobody else on the planet does, uh, chances are uh, that yes, definitely everybody will be able to survive because the economy is on the verge of being able to basically satisfy everybody's basic needs even without having to work. Some countries already there. Uh, uh, yes, uh, we don't have to fight for food any longer in the short future, but relevancy, making sure that you really add something to the world uh, is key. Uh, currently, uh, my take that not that many people really do that. Most people prefer to follow the script, to tell what's asked, to basically execute. So that is about to change. So my very last comment is uh, it's all about creativity, uh, which does derive from responsibility for yourself, for your profession, for your work, for your future. So pretty much it. Uh, uh, as always, I'm available on questions on LinkedIn and Facebook. Uh, for now, thank you organizers for such a beautiful event and wish you a lot. Thank you.